JoeBertigan.com, this on the record segment brought to you by Munster Service Center in Green Bay. And with me is a driver I've known for some time, and he has won track titles in not one, not two, but three different divisions on the dirt. Uh, I'm talking to Kiwani's flying Brian Brusher, and Brian's been out of the cockpit now for three to four years, I want to say. Um, Brian, take me back from the very beginning. How and when did you get your start in racing? Uh, first race, I actually drove a car for Brian Reef, who I think a lot of people will know from racing, and his good friend Dan Newberg, who was involved at Expo Speedway. Expo was a big old half mile back then, at, wasn't at it? At Manitowoc. So my first gig was big old Caprice, showroom stock. Uh, second night out, I won my first feature. So it was a pretty good start. But I only ran two nights. The car broke. Uh, then I come back, they said, well, you can run the heat. My son's going to run the feature. I said, no, not, no, not after winning. I want to drive. Right. The next year, 1991, Mike Bohm, uh, we were sitting From in the From Tish Mills. Mike I know Mike Bohm well. Tish Mills, who we followed religiously in his IMCA Modified, sitting around having beers after he got hurt racing. And he said he built a car in his shop. So 1991, there in Tish Mills was my first street stock. 1991, I won rookie of the year at Luxembourg TriStar Speedway. 1993, I won a track championship at Luxembourg Speedway in the street stock. 1996, I was rookie of the year in IMC stock cars at TriStar Speedway. Um, 2001, track champion at Shawano in IMC stock cars. And then again at Shawano 2006. And then around 2011, I switched to IMC Sport Mod. And in 2016, I won the IMC Sport Mod Championship on the third mile at Manitowoc. So when you won it in the street stocks, that class was loaded back then. Who were some of the, the bigger names that you were racing against back then? Uh, I think it was the Flying Farmer, Schmidt, was Oh, it? Bob Schmidt from Seymour, uh, absolutely. Dennis, how, about, how about Dennis Young? Oh, oh, you better believe and, it, and number then, 28. Yeah, so I won a championship in 93, the year before it was Jim Pritzel. Oh, those are all good guys, Benny Pritzel's son. Yes, absolutely, learned a lot from him, super guy, always loved talking to him. So I told him my goal, I said, I wanna be where you are, and the next year I end up winning the championship. Yeah, we when we ran, there was there was about 60 street stocks a night. You. You either made the feature through your heat or you didn't go to the feature. If you ran the concert, you got a trophy, but there was no advancing. So you had to get it done in in, in, uh, in the heat racing. So you went from a street stock to the class too tough to tame in the stock cars. That class was another tough one, uh, but you were right in the mix with it pretty much every season. And what I remember, uh, I was announcing at Shano Speedway the first year we brought that class over there. And what a show you guys put on. I mean, three, four wide, it was guys like you, Rod Snellenberger, Timmy Vandehei. Yes. Uh, what a fun time that was. Yeah, I actually went there towards the end of the season. And I thought, you know, for a long time, I thought I didn't have the motor to run there. I thought, well, I'm just going to go run there. We were actually running up front. I don't know if we stuck a valve. The next night we went, it was, it was a memorial night. 500 bucks to win was huge in the stock cars. It's my second night at Shawano and a half mile. I won the feature there. Kevin Lambries wasn't too happy with me. No. <laughs> well, Kevin Lambries that year, I believe we grandfathered the hobby stocks, yes. the Shawano hobby stocks for one year. And he was one of a handful of guys that stuck around with that. Yeah, so when my second night there, I won the feature and the 500 bucks. So the next year I thought, well, we'll go back. And then in 2001, I won eight out of 15 features there, my best year ever. That was a great year at that time. I won the championship, I won driver of the year, and fans favorite driver all the same year in Shawano. So 
for an out-of-towner, I, I always got treated really well at home. Track conditions like Manitowoc, like Luxembourg with Kelly. Oh, yeah. And under, under Rick and Bobby. Track conditions were all so consistent all the time. I loved it. I was a dry slick driver. Right. And that's the thing. Now, with car counts and a lot of the tracks, the tendencies in all the divisions, the tracks are more often than not drier than they are uh, wet and hammered down. I mean, I grew up as a kid in the 70s. The tracks were always wet, hammered down, it seemed. Different times in 2022, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, to me, I think it was a cost thing. I mean, it, less time to pay somebody to be on the track taking care of it in the water. Some places here in town are going to pay for water. So, uh, and that's a benefit to me. I could run Friday in Luxembourg, change gears and go to Shawano without changing the setup and win at both tracks. But right. I love the black track. I really do. Now, sport mods, a different animal than what you raced before. Talk about that transition. Well, the biggest thing is I took the car to the shop and the first time I turned the car no, and the rear end got all jacked up, I go, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> but again, I was hooked up with Mark Elliott, Harris, Chassis, Terminator. And the first time I drove it, I couldn't, I ran it. So I bought it from Troy Jarvis. He won the championship in Luxembourg. I bought it right from Luxembourg, put it on my trailer, and I couldn't drive the car. I couldn't get it through the corner. It would go straight. Right. So one call to Mark Elliott, Harris, he goes, that's a tight race car. You can't drive that. We changed three bars in the back, and the first night at 141, Troy had a brand new car, and I beat him with my with his old 2000 Harris. So we adjusted again. It was a dry stick thing, consistency, not wrecking stuff. So I took off in that. I finished two seasons in a row. I finished second in points at 141. A couple seasons in a row, I finished second at Luxembourg. Same thing in the stock. I finished second in Joe White two or three years. Well, there's something to be said there. Looking back on the eras, the street stock era, the stock cars, the sport mods, what, uh, if there is one, what was your favorite era out of all those three divisions? Any specific track you really loved? Any division you really loved? And did you have any arch rivalries with any drivers over the years? Uh, stock cars by far is my favorite division. That's why I got out of sport mods and went back. My favorite era, you know, it had to be like 2001 is the year to pick. I mean, I overall I won 12 features. I never got close to that uh, again. I mean, arch rivals. Uh, just think about Hot Rod Snellenberger. Oh yeah. I mean, I got claimed 14 times. I got 14 engines claimed in the stock cars. Four, twice I had all four shocks claimed. So I went through that whole claiming thing while winning championships, which a lot of people complain about the claim rule. The claim rule allowed me to win in this this championship in the street socks because Freddie Davis had $2,500 worth of motor oh, yeah. and I had $600 worth. But Freddie was backing up out of the top four and I was going forward. So for me, the claim rule allowed a low dollar guy to run up front. To me, the claim rule was one of the greatest things. Do you think that uh, having a claim rule not very active at all with, with the introduction of the crates and stuff like that, do we need to bring that back to control the cost in that stock car class? I mean, I'm hearing the numbers that some guys are spending. It's pretty crazy. The cost of the engine is in the stockers is what's keeping me out. When I blew that motor, you know, running second for the King of the Creek deal in, in that heat race, when I blew that motor, I was done. There's because no, I knew what guys were spending. Right. I wasn't. I was spending a third of that, and running well. But I knew I could have been winning more. Once I did that, that was part of the reason. Parked the car and eventually sold it to come back in eventually. But I knew I could not afford right. the engine. I so, just couldn't. 
You're 62 now, and you haven't ruled out a comeback at some sorts. Tell us about that. I want to drive. You do? Ideally, right now, a ride in a quality car would be ideal for me right now. But I, I, I was a car owner for, I, I raced 30, 30 years straight. Right. That's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You've had a very good family support doing it, though, too. Family always. was always very big with you, including your son, Derek. Always. Yeah, I raced against my, my son in the stock cars. When I get in the truck to go to races, my wife with nine months pregnant would tell me she's not going at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, it's wait for me. Right. So when I get in the truck, it's always with my wife. Terry Herlass was one of my main crew guys, but it was always the kids. It's the grandkids now. I mean, they all want me to get back in it. Right. Uh, I do, I, I really do. And I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd like to run a wingless sprint if that works out, 604 crate in there. I mean, they do do some stuff to it. But if it's not a wingless sprint, I am see stock cars. Right. I, I do. I, I know I can win yet, no doubt. And the thing is now, I'm retired. So I can work on my race car all day long and then sit in the lawn chair in the evening, whereas before it was two jobs. Work in yeah. a job and then work on it. If you want to win in any of those divisions where I was running, the, the car counts where I had a competition fierce. Oh, yeah. You have to be in the shop every night. Now I wouldn't have to be or if we wanted to run in Iowa or Minnesota, we could just jump in a hauler Friday morning and take a road trip and come back on Monday, Tuesday. I want I really would like to experience being not rushed every right. night right. and losing sleep all the time for that. I hear you. I'd love to experience that. Brian, thanks for your time. I won't hold you up from the races here at uh, the hill. Enjoy the rest of the show and uh, uh, good luck on it. Maybe a possible return on the road. Keep me posted. Thank you very much, Joe.